and welcome to day 11 of 12 Days of Biohacking Gifts. Today is featuring one of my favorite supplements for longevity, and obviously it is spermidine. And this is by the company called Spermidine Life, which you can see here. I've actually talked about them a lot on my social media channels, on my podcast, because I really just love their products. I love what they're doing, and I love the innovation that they have going on there. So for the giveaway today, you win two of these Spermidine Life 60 capsule supplement bottles, and you also win one of these sachet bunches. So there's 10 different sachets in here. And I actually love these because I just add it to my water and it makes it super, super easy. So this is kind of the bundle that you win. The giveaway is now live on my Instagram account at Brittany. Go ahead, enter. It is open for seven days only. So make sure you enter as soon as you can and enjoy this episode where we really talk about what spermidine is and why it's helpful and why we should all kind of be taking it at this point. And make sure you come back tomorrow where I talk about day 12 out of 12 days of biohacking gifts. Welcome to another day of biohacking gifts. I am super excited to be talking about all things spermidine today. If you can even see this with how bright it is in my room right now, I am here with spermidine life. Dawn, welcome to the show. Thank you, Brittany. I am excited to be here. Yeah. And I've dressed up today. I am a lump of coal. <laughs> Perfect. You just like blend with the holiday season. That's great. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's that's typically the holidays for me. So <laughs> yeah. I could have worn brown and been in peace, but I decided to wear black and be a lump. I love it. I love it. So first of all, okay, I guess we should start with what spermidine is in the first place. Sure. Sure. So, well, spermidine is, from a scientific standpoint, it's called a polyamine. You, most of your listeners have probably heard of amino acids and amino acid. Well, if you take the acid off of the amino acid, you're essentially left with a polyamine, many nitrogens. So, spermidine has three nitrogens, seven carbons, the accompanying hydrogens, and it's a polyamine. And it's a series. When you look at spermidine in 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 the wild in real life. Um, it's a continuation. There are multiple polyamines. It goes from putrescine to spermidine to spermine. These are all really important in cellular health. What we know about spermidine is it declines with age. We have plenty of data showing that, and it is a key autophagy. We used to refer to it as an autophagy, as a calorie restriction mimetic and autophagy stimulant. Well, we actually have a study uh, that we did in mice. If you take a mouse and you fast it, you get autophagy. If you take a spermidine knockout mouse and fast it, you get nothing. So we're getting ready to move spermidine from mimetic to key molecule in the autophagy pathway. Okay. And so for people who don't know what autophagy is exactly, how would you describe it? So autophagy is an internal cellular cleaning process. It is evolutionarily preserved in all living animals. And what happens is when you when the body says, hey, there's no food coming in from outside, when there's a natural fast taking place, the cells say to themselves, they're like, hey, let's go ahead and we don't have any energy coming in. Let's clean up what's in our house. Let's clean up what's in our cell. So that process is called autophagy. So this is the value of fasting. Now, so with autophagy, it's not on or off. 
it's upregulated or downregulated. So mm-hmm. typically in cells, there's always some level of autophagy taking place. As you fast, as you exercise, as you do a lot of these things that are considered calorie restriction memetics, the autophagy levels increase. And as you increase autophagy levels, we see an improvement in immunity. We see an improvement in hair, skin, and nails. We see an improvement in cardiovascular health. All those things that take us out in our 60s, 70s, 80s, you know, those Mm. things that lead to disease. Well, autophagy is really the antidote for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that autophagy is upregulated so much by the absence of food and from Mm -hmm. fasting. So like, obviously you start this process, I guess, when you're sleeping every night, it kind of is elevated more, but then the the longer you fast, the more benefits, like the more you are, the more it will upregulate. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting because yeah, I guess like there's, and this is like a side tangent. Like I love fasting and I find it fascinating what the benefits are for it. But especially when you think about just giving your body a break and giving yourself the ability to detoxify and clean out bad cells like this, it just makes so much sense that we should try and kind of extend that window that we're not eating in some way. Absolutely. And you know, when you, whether it's sleeping and listen, we didn't evolve to have food available to us 24 seven, like we have now. And so much of the health challenges that we have are a end product of a modern lifestyle, which includes, we live in, I call it, we live in aquariums. I do a talk where I put up my first slide is, is an orca in, in captivity and an orca in the wild. And what you see, the orca in captivity, his dorsal fin turns over. The orca in the wild, dorsal fins are typically straight. So there's not enough environmental stress on the orca in captivity for it to express its DNA of a straight dorsal fin. Hmm. Well, the question is, what is the impact of our aquariums that we live in? You know, you're living in a room right now that is temperature controlled that is light adapted. You don't have to climb or sit. I mean, you have chairs that accommodate the way you sit. So these are all lifestyle changes and the availability of food is one of those. So limiting that eating window, the data is clear on this. Limiting that eating window, there are huge health benefits that come with that from autophagy. But what we're learning is that spermidine is a key essential nutrient. We expect to get vitamin status at some point in time. It's an essential nutrient in that autophagy pathway that that benefits it from top to bottom. Right. So if you take spermidine with food, what, I guess, like, how does that compare on when you're looking at autophagy to you fasting and then looking at autophagy? As spermidine levels go up, autophagy goes up. Okay. So there's a straight linear relationship there. And Mm -hmm. it's important to note that used to looking at a supplement and what is the immediate response? Well, Mm -hmm. spermidine, spermidine works so low in the cell. Just to give you an example, we just did a human study where we gave humans 30 days of our six milligram spermidine pro, and we measured blood markers for sugar uh, cholesterol, f- sugars, fats, and inflammatory markers and quality of life. So we supplemented for 30 days. We measured 0, 15, 30, and 45. So we stopped supplementing at 30, 
But the expression of the spermidine in improved blood sugars and improved lipids extended to 45. So what it tells you is this molecule is working deep in the cell. It's not something that's hitting a receptor and you're getting an immediate reaction. This is working deep in the cell. So if you take it with your food, it's not going to affect your fast. It's going to upregulate your autophagy processes, though, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. whether you fast or not. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And other than fasting and taking spermidine, like what other recommendations would you have that would really increase autophagy in the body? The same thing we've been talking about for years. You need to exercise. You need to get good sleep. You need good light. We call those the four rocks in the jar of longevity that the rocks are number one movement. You have to move. Our species the Homo sapiens outdistance Neanderthal because we adapted better. Okay. So when we live in aquariums, we have to create our own challenges to adapt to. And that's where exercise mm-hmm. comes into play. So you have to move, you have to exercise, you have to lift weights, particularly as you get older. You know, right now, gyms are full of 20 to 30 somethings. They should be full of 70 to 90 somethings. They're the ones that benefit the most from strength. But you need to exercise, cardiovascular exercise, get the mitochondria going. You need nutrient-dense food. Uh, so making sure that you have all the necessary nutrients, including spermidine, in the in those foods. Sleep, There's it, the date is clear. Sleep is critical. In the absence of sleep, your stress builds up, and it's all downhill from there. It's hard to hack sleep, but you can do things to promote sleep. You know, I can hack nutrient-dense food, and I can hack exercise. The sauna that you see behind me is an exercise hack for me. The red light panel that you see over my right shoulder here, my left shoulder here, excuse me, is a light hack for me. Mm-hmm. You cannot hack getting good quality sleep. You've got to get yeah. to bed and sleep. And then finally that, so light, you know, we have lots of different lights in our aquariums. We have good light. Like I love to get out in the morning, watch the sunrise. I like to be there at night, watch the sunset let the circadian rhythm kick into place. But when I can't get that, when I can't get enough light on my skin, we were talking before we started recording. I just spent about a month up in Washington, just south of where you live. I love to be tan. My I feel <laughs> great when I am expressing melanin in my skin. There's no melanin. You know, I'm, I just don't yeah. have access to that much full body light right now. So I've got to hack it with some red light, near infrared light and things like that. And then finally, listen, Brittany, the thing that's most important, those that we call the four rocks, exercise, mm-hmm. nutrient-dense food, good sleep and light, those are all in the jar, the longevity jar of purpose. Mm-hmm. You have to have a reason to wake up every morning. You have to, because our aquariums push us in a certain direction that isn't the direction we want to go related to longevity. Um, so you have to have a purpose. You have to have a reason to wake up and say, you know what? I've got to get my workouts in. I've got to make good food choices. I need to get good sleep. I'm going to prioritize that. And I'm going to invest in getting light somehow, the quality light. I'm going to turn the trashy lights off. I'm going to turn the good lights on and I have to have a purpose. And for me, my daughter turned 24 and moved out of our house in January. I tell the story that my, I've, Along the way, I've had a chance to coach some amazing athletes. My my background is in exercise physiology and sports science. I've coached Olympic medalists and national champions and All-Americans. My favorite coaching job was my daughter's eighth grade field hockey team. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to coaching 
my grandkids and my great grandkids. I got a chance four years ago to go work out with my nephew who had qualified for the Florida state wrestling championship and my backgrounds in wrestling at 56. I got to go wrestle with my nephew and help him get ready for the state tournament. I want to do that when I'm 86 with my grandkids and my grandnephews. I want to be that crazy guy. So that's my purpose Mm -hmm. and the reason to do the things to exercise, to figure out the ways that I can get to 90 and 100 and feel really good. Yeah, I love that. I really love what you said about purpose. I think it's hard for a lot of people to care, you know, to care about being healthy, especially in your 20s, 30s, I would say, unless people have gone through something difficult in regards to their health, and they're like, oh, okay, like, I need to change my life in order to prevent this from happening. I find there's a lack of yeah, there's a lack of like motivation, I guess. So for people who feel like that, like what would you say who don't necessarily know what their purpose would be to be healthier right now? Well, I listen, so I spend a lot of time talking about developing purpose. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you again, our aquariums tend to push us into laziness into, and la- lazy is kind of a judgy term. I don't like that in, into passiveness. Yeah. So our aquariums do that to us. You know, I'm a little cold. I'll go turn the heat up. I'm a little hot. I'll turn the AC on. We don't have challenges. You know, I can miss that workout, things like that. So there's a book that I always recommend when it comes to purpose, a friend of mine, Stephen Kotler, who writes about flow. I don't know if you're familiar with the psychological concept of flow, being in the zone, Mm -hmm. being in the groove. Well, he wrote a great book called The Art of the Impossible. And it is basically a guidebook to finding your purpose. I love this. And it's typically one of my recommendations. And I, I, Brittany, I don't know why the universe puts you where you're at or why it put me where I'm at, but I do know I want to stay open. I want to pay attention to things that are intersecting. I want to figure out what is the one thing that I can do on this earth better than anybody else, figure out what that is and do it. That's the challenge. And that's where the art of the impossible comes into play. Nice. I will definitely be getting that book because I haven't read it and it sounds fantastic. But yeah, I think it's great. I think it's awesome to really take a look at your lifestyle and start with those four rocks. That's such low hanging fruit for people. And there's no point in taking any type of supplement or anything until those are really in place. Yeah. And have you ever read Stephen Covey's The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People? Oh, I think I have. Yeah. Another book I love, but in it, they talk about the fact they're at a presentation. Guy comes out, puts a jar and puts the big rocks in. Everybody yeah. says it's full. Then they put the gravel and the sand is. And what you learned is that if you put the gravel and the sand in the jar first, there's no room for the rocks. So in the biohacking space, I think it's really important to make sure you've got the big rocks in the jar, yeah. then fill in with supplementation, then fill in with the things that would be considered gravel, sand, and water, but you've got to get those big rocks in. And if, cause if you spend too much time on the sand, the big rocks won't fit. Yeah, exactly. And then you can start taking a supplement like your spermidine supplements that really support longevity in general. So I'm really curious for you, how do you define longevity and how would you describe it to somebody? Because I feel like it's thrown around a lot now, you know, it is, it's thrown around a lot. You know, I have a good, I have a good friend, Dr. Ken Ford. And he said, I heard him say this one day, he said, I want to be happy, 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 happy dead. (laughs) I, I don't want, I don't want transition between happy and dead. 
You know, I, I, I want to move through. So for me, longevity is being able to do the most for the people around me for as long as I can. Again, my desire, my, my selfish desire, I want to coach my grandkids. I want to coach my great grandkids. I, I want to be, I want to be that crazy wrestling guy in the wrestling room at 90 years old, who's still teaching. And I love that kind of thing. So in, in my mind, that's what longevity is, is being around to watch, yeah. watch my kids, watch my daughter mature, watch her raise a family, watch my nephews and nieces mature and try and contribute. Be again, the one thing that I do better than anybody else is I look at these, look at the rocks, the sand and the gravel and help people understand, you know, years ago, Brittany, I struggled. I left Ohio state as a sports scientist and I wound up working in the cannabis industry in Florida. Well, this has all brought me full circle. It's exactly what I needed to do, but I was struggling with the time with the decision. And I said, I need to stop operating by definition and start operating by personal mission. Hmm. My personal mission is helping individuals understand the changes that they can make to alleviate suffering and contribute to the betterment of well people. That's what I do. So helping. And so that's it. That's the teacher in me. Helping people understand the change because if someone says, Hey, what is spermidine? And they walk around and they don't understand, well, it's a nutrient. It works in the cell. It triggers autophagy. As autophagy goes up, inflammation goes down. You live longer and healthier. If we finish up our conversation, they don't understand that. I failed. Right. I did not meet my mission. So it's constantly what are better ways to communicate so people understand these things? Yeah. I love that. I love that your definition of longevity is so closely tied to your purpose and like yourself, like your mission statement that you have for yourself. And it's all just kind of like very linked and in sync. Yeah. You know, I'm one of the people that gets to wake up every morning, love what he does. Think about it. When I'm not working, I'm thinking about these things. When I'm not working directly, I'm usually reading a book or listening to a book, something to understand, Brittany, we do not listen. We've known about spermidine for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. We've just now begun to understand how it works and why it's important. That's the beauty of where we're at. And when I got a chance to work for a company like Longevity Labs, who Dr. Frank Medeo is one of the leading researchers on this, he's out of the University of Graz in Austria. I jumped all over that. I was excited about that. I love being with a great team. We have a great team, smart people. We've got a, and it's a, listen, we market a crazy product called spermidine, (laughs) Um, you know, taking on that challenge was interesting, but it's, it's fine. That's the name of the molecule. I don't have it. I don't, who am I to change science? Right. I'm, it's my job to explain it. Yeah. Yeah, it is funny. And I think that's why people kind of like turn heads a bit at it when they hear the name of it. But then like, once you start describing it, it's from wheat germ and like how it works in the body and how beneficial it is, like people will definitely understand more. So I know we've talked about this previously on my podcast, but if someone starts taking spermidine today and say they take it for 90 days, Mm -hmm. would they... I mean, obviously it helps with autophagy and longevity, these things that these bigger things that we've talked about, Right. but would they feel any different? Would they see anything different at that point? Well, at least half of the people that when we started the company, Brittany, one of the things that we did when you subscribed 
you got an invitation to have a conversation with me about a month into your experience. So we had a lot of we had a lot of people that followed another big podcaster that that were kind of into the whole biohacking thing. And all of them talked about owning an aura ring. No one knew how to use it. But the other side of that is at least half of them, most of them, I would say at this point, three to five weeks into their experience, they start to notice their fingernails and their hair growing. Mm -hmm. So one of the benefits of upregulated autophagy from spermidine supplementation is the improvement of epithelial stem cell growth. Okay. The cells that become your skin, the cells that become your nails and hair. Well, there's more stem cells there from that autophagy process. This, this is what people notice. Now, do you notice you know, we just went through a pandemic and we talked about a virus. And when we look at that virus and the way it works, it actually attacks the autophagy process in cells. COVID overstimulates the beginning of the autophagy process and then interferes with the end of it when we clean the cell out. If you have upregulated autophagy from other things, including spermidine, we have a study that came out of Berlin about a year and a half ago that showed human immune cells supplemented with spermidine stopped COVID transmission 85, 90, 92% of the time. Wow. That's upregulated autophagy. It's it's actually hitting. And if you look at if you look at the virus and what had happened, it was really wreaking havoc with people, comorbidities, diabetics, people who mm -hmm. don't, well, these are all things that are based on a lifestyle that does not promote autophagy. Yeah. They're not exercising. They don't have nutrient dense food. They're not getting good sleep. The light is crappy. These are all things that promote autophagy and COVID took, was rough. I mean, it really yeah. took them out as you, I've had COVID three times. I've had mm. symptoms for one day, all three times I've had it, but you know, we're always engaged in this autophagy process. It improves immunity. You get healthier. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's awesome that you guys, and you work for a team that has a product that can just support this autophagy, whether you have COVID or you did, or you haven't or whatever. Regardless. Yep. Regardless. Cause it's just so important, right? Like longevity in general is just such an important thing. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate this. If anyone wants to enter the giveaway it is now live on my Instagram, you can go ahead and do that. It is linked below. And thanks again for coming on. This was like, yeah, learn so much from you as always. Brittany, we love you. Keep up the good work. However we can do to support you, we want to be there for you because you are a shining light. So keep up the good work. Thank you.